Praise be to God. God has been uh, speaking to us every day on um, the importance of knowing the enemy and strengthening yourself and fighting against the enemy. Not only can you be protected, but we can actually deliver your loved ones from the hands of the enemy. We can deliver those who are bound in darkness, held as captives by the enemy. So praise God each day. God has been speaking to us on this very important topic and and uh, showing uh, more and more and more. Uh, in addition to that, strengthening every single one. So I um, pray that all these messages that the Lord is giving and the recaps that we are hearing will uh, continue to speak to every single one of you here and um, reinforce uh, what God has spoken uh, during the fasting prayer when you hear the recaps and take you into a uh, resolve because you really want to protect yourself and your families and you want to be overcome as only those overcome can live successfully on earth and in heaven and so it's, it's a, a great privilege that God has given to us in Christ Jesus to be more than conquerors. How to be more than conquerors is what God is speaking to us. He has been uh, speaking to us and has been teaching us every day. So it's very important. I really encourage each one of you to just listen to the recordings as many times as you can. And pray over the word that God is and say, Lord, help me, strengthen me, and make the changes that you need to make, as we heard today. Keep the toxic out of your life, and those that will counter the healthy food that you're eating. Spiritual food is very important. If we go without it, we will spiritually die. At the same time, not eating food, but eating something else in its place will hasten the death of a person. If a person is not eating and they're just drinking alcohol, it's going to hasten the death of that person. If a person is eating healthy food and they're just and drinking and drinking and drinking, they're also going to die. But those are two different ways. One will go faster than the other. Both can get cancer, one get faster. The other one will get a little bit delayed, but they'll get it. So, an important point is getting that spiritual food to nourish you every day. And staying away from the enemy who comes to steal, kill and destroy keeping yourself away from <clears throat> the environment of evil it's very important 
Satan is very cunning, as we've been seeing in life training school. His whole goal is to see if he can deceive, possibly even the elect. That's his goal. He's not going for unbelievers, because unbelievers are already in that cesspool of sin. In Satan's cesspool of sin. But he's looking for believers to see how he can corrupt them, how he can taint their garment of white that God has given to them, how he can bind them again, put shackles on their hands and feet, how he can drag them with chains. That's what the enemy is after. And so we have to be very careful with the enemy. Strengthen yourself in the Lord by getting his food. Stay away from that which is toxic. Make you into a strong, valiant warrior of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then you'll be more than a conqueror. And what Jesus Christ has done for you on the cross will not be in vain. Will actually take effect in a very, very powerful way. So praise God for this word that God has given to us this morning, one more time, in the form of recap. And we must take this to heart and not take it lightly, but really take it very seriously because our life depends on it. Others' life, other people around you, their lives depend on it. And so we take this word of God very seriously. Satan's goal when it comes to the people of God is if he can strike you down, he can strike your parents down, he can strike your sisters down, he can strike your brothers down, he can strike your grandparents down, he can strike your friends down, he can strike your everybody down. And all the people that God was going to save and deliver and heal through you, he can strike them all down. It's important. If a, if a pregnant mother is murdered, the baby is murdered too. That's Satan's goal. His goal is to kill the believer. If he kills the believer, the vision that God has for them dies with them. The plan that God has for them dies with them. The future that God has for them dies with them. So it's not just he's taking one person down. He's taking that person and all that God wants to do to that person down. Then as Saul went down and God chose David after that to to fill that place will happen. And that's where Apostle Paul says, let no man take your crown. Let no man take your crown. And Jesus says this in the parable where the people were invited for the wedding feast. And the people who were invited for the wedding feast, they were not worthy of it because they rejected the invitation. Because so-and-so's seat was empty, that means... The invitation went for specific people. The guy who was invited said, Oh, I just got married. I can't come. I really wish I can, but I can't come. The other guy said, I got a land and I can't come. Each one gave in.
it looked like a valid excuse, but no matter how valid it may appear, it's not an excuse that can be given uh, when it comes to losing the grand place that the king has for each and every individual. The right thing should have been, I just got married, can I bring my wife also? Can she have another seat there? That's the right thing. I just got a land. Can I bring my whole family there? That's the right kind. But when that excuse comes in, that they despise that which the king had given, what happens? That seat and the place where it's marked reserved for, say, Mr. Smith, is now... It's not never going to just stay like that. It's going to be occupied by someone else. Where the invitation goes to others. The king says, these people really despised my presence, despised my table, despised me. Make sure they don't come in. Go to the highways and byways and invite all those who are there. Go. And then the servant goes there and invites all those who are there, outside. And they all come. Now Mr. Smith's name is taken from his seat. Those who are coming in, they, they become inheritors of that table of the king. We have to be <coughs> very careful with which God has <clears throat> given to us. When we are given something, we need to know that we are given this opportunity, great opportunity, great salvation, because God, in His sovereign will, in His eternal plan, loved us so much, loved us beyond our understanding. Loved us without fear. He even considered us to invite us to the table of the king. That weight must be, the weight of that must be understood. Every single one here to say, Lord, who am I that you came to me? Who am I that you drew me to yourself? Who am I that you put my name. You have a spot for me. That this place is reserved for me. Oh my. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to prepare myself. I'm going to get dressed up and get all ready. Prepare myself to get there. Not only that, I'm going to ask you, can I bring my spouse? Can I bring my children? Can I bring my parents? Can I bring my family? That's the right way, because we don't lose our seat. And because of the value of the seat is understood. Now we want our family, we want our co-workers, we want those around us to also enjoy and have the same privilege that has been given to us. And so we become people who will intercede for our own, intercede 
for those who are around us. Intercede for all those whom God has placed in our hearts. That's the reason why Satan will come and say, I don't want you entering in because if you enter in, then there's a plan. When you come to the table of the king, in that dinner feast, something big is going to happen. So I don't want you entering in. Because my goal for you is death and destruction. And so I'll keep you busy. Stay busy with your farm. Stay busy with your wife. Stay busy with the new land that you bought. Stay busy with it. Stay busy. You'll keep people in a state of busyness. We have to understand, busyness is a big snare. Cares of the world is a big snare. The Bible talks about that. The cares of the world choke the, the plant. It's a big snare. So we have to tell ourselves when we're very careful about the busyness of this life. The busyness of this life should not take us away from the table of the king. If it takes away from the table of the king, then we have lost everything. Everything. So may God speak to our hearts this morning and underscore the importance of being wise, being wise, to have that wisdom, to know that which is important, what really matters, and to stay away from that which will kill us, bring spiritual death. We can get caught up with doing, and we can miss living. I want to say it again as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. We can get caught up with doing and we can end up not living. We can get so caught up with doing that I need to do, 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 do and end up not living. What is the point in doing if you're not going to live? So spiritual warfare is something that we need to be not only aware of, but we need to be on top all the time. We need to know that this is not just uh, lifesaver skills that I need to have, but this is something that will profit for you in this life which will cause you to be a rich person in the next. So go after that which will benefit you, benefit your soul. And shy away from that which will destroy you. Stay away from the toxic and take in that which will build you. When you do that, you'll grow. When you do that, 
you will not be put to shame. When you do that, you will have exceeding great joy and reward from the hands of the king who will say, well done. And you'll be counted among the wise and not among the foolish. As God is speaking to us this morning, I want you to take some time in the presence of God and pray and say, Lord, keep me from the snare of busyness. Keep me from the snare of busyness. As you pray, it is important for you to look at yourself and and look at all the areas that can keep, that can keep you from the table of the king. Look at all the areas that you have allowed to keep yourself from the table of the king. Look at all the areas and see how to reprioritize your life. Look at all the areas in your life and see what needs to be done. What needs to be done if you are going to be in and not out. You have a part to play and it's very important that you think about that and do everything that God has told you to do. Keep yourself keep yourself away from that which will keep you out. Keep yourself away from that which will keep you out of the table of the king. Busyness cares the world is a big thing. So may God take you deeper in this area. Keep you closer to the living God. Keep you among the wise. And I pray that you'll keep yourself among the wise. Do that which you need to do. Because we have one opportunity with this one life that has been given to us by God Almighty. We have this one body that has been given to us by our God Almighty. We have this one soul that God has given to us graciously given to us. Whatever we do, whomever it may be, if it is not led by the Spirit of God and if it is not through Him, it will be counted as zero at the end. So what is left? Think about that. What is left? Your labor in the Lord will not be in vain. When will your labor not be in vain? When will it be credited towards you? When will it be something that will count towards your eternity and God's blessings for this life? When your labor is in the Lord. That means when you labor according to the will of God, even when it comes to your family, even when it comes where you work, when it is done in the name of the Lord and through God and through His direction, then it is going to count towards your eternity. So think about all the things that you may be doing. And ask yourself, is this going to count towards eternity or is it going to burn down? 
Am I doing it? For what purpose? Is it to satisfy myself? Make me feel occupied or make me feel valuable or I want to do this because I feel that it brings me happiness or I just want to keep myself distracted and keep myself busy so that I don't feel that I'm not doing anything. God will give you plenty of things to do once you say, Lord, I'm all yours. God will get you ready before you go to the table of the king. Like the Lord had me speak one Sunday afternoon in church. Can say, Lord, I'm ready. Here I come and run with your pajamas to a wedding. No. It takes time. It will prepare. And those who properly prepare themselves, value themselves and value the wedding. They go. So it is important for every single person to take the time knowing that if I need to go to the table of the king, then there this preparation is a must. And I can't say, Lord, I'm ready. I just want to run and, and go in the doing mode. I was just running around everywhere. I was just busy and doing all these things. Now, I stopped doing all those things. I feel like I'm going crazy because I have nothing to do. That's the devil right there. So once you stop doing other things, you need to start getting ready. God will get you ready when you go to Him and spend time with God. Satan knows that if you spend time with God, you will become another person. You won't be the same. And that's why he'll keep you busy. Keeping you busy will keep you out of the table of the king. If your labor is not in the Lord, it will be in vain. As the Bible says, it's vain to rise up early to sit up late to eat the bread of sorrows. It's vain. All the hard work and all the hard labor and all the running around and doing this and doing that will all come to nothing unless it's done in Him and through Him. And so, may the Lord strengthen you this morning and straighten out your vision cause you to do that which will count towards eternity and for God to bless you in this life your labor has to be in the Lord if it's not in the Lord it equals zero your labor if it is not in the Lord it will equal zero if your labor is not in the Lord I'm going to repeat it again as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to if your labor is not in the Lord, it will amount to a big zero. God help us to labor in the Lord. When we labor in the Lord, then we are going to be wise stewards of what God has given to us. And there's this divine multiplication that will take place. 
a divine multiplication that will take place where whatever we do for him will yield a grand dividend it's going to amount to something profitable for this life and in the next shall we pray Father, thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. Thank you for your faithfulness. You have been good to us. Lord, thank you for your hand of provision. That it is from your hands we receive our strength, Lord. It is from your hands we receive the spiritual stamina, Father. It is from your hands we receive every good thing. It is from your hands we receive that which we need to labor in you. I pray that you will continue to give your people the wisdom to labor not for the meat that perisheth, but to labor for something that will last forever, endure forever. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will strengthen every single one here. Open the eyes of understanding, Lord, that each may be at the table of the King in this world and in the royal, unexplainable, unexplainable, unimaginable banquet which our eyes have not seen which we have no knowledge of except for the few things that you have explicitly stated in the scriptures. A big secret royal banquet that you have for us in heaven. Let no one here miss out on that. As, we have, as we've been hearing again and again and again, how we live here is going to determine whether we're going to be in or out. And it's going to determine where we're going to be when we're in, if we're in. So I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you will drive this truth. Drive these truths deep into the hearts of your people. Drive this eternal truth into the hearts of your people. Father, magnify Jesus Christ and every single one present here this morning. I thank you for the promise that you've given, Lord, that our labor in you will never be in vain. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to labor in you with this faith. We till the ground even before the fruit comes. We till the ground even before any plants are before our eyes. We till the ground before even we sow the seed. There's a lot of hard work involved. 
when we turn around with faith and with this knowledge and with expectation that we are going to be partakers of the rich harvest once the job is done. So I pray that you will give every single one this vision, Lord, that they may turn around with this vision before them. As they tell, they tell with expectation that they will be partakers of the harvest in this life and in the life to come. And so I pray that you strengthen everyone's faith this morning. Strengthen them, Father, with your eternal strength. Every lie of the enemy and every bondage of the enemy, every restriction that people have placed upon their own lives be broken right now in Jesus' name. And I pray, Father, that every single person may be found doing the will of the Lord, that the labor may be found in you, co-laboring together with Jesus Christ, so what they do on earth may not go in vain. So I pray, Spirit of the living God, that you will open the eyes of understanding for people. And I ask you, Lord, that you will build your kingdom With Jesus being the master builder, I pray that you send laborers to co-labor with Christ. As you build this house of God so that many more can enter in. From a tabernacle to a building is what you are envisioning. From a tabernacle to a building is what you are envisioning. So I pray, may this house of God, the tabernacle right now, as it moves into housing more people, not just in numbers, but in depth, in width, in height, in the knowledge of our Savior. That each one who enters into this house of God may become an image of Jesus Christ. This is our vision. This is the vision that you place in my heart for this church. This is the expectation of the Father that you place in my heart for this church. This blessing upon your people. That each bear the image of Christ. That their faith may be conformed to the faith of the Son of God. That each one may be about, about the Father's business, just like how Jesus was. That Jesus reaped the fruit of his labor, that each one here also labor in you and reap the fruit of labor. Make each one wise towards Father in your vineyard. Let no one be out. May all your people be in. Counted worthy to be clothed in white 
the keeping the garments of righteousness that you have given to them here on earth. With this blessing, I bless you people with. And I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your Father. Praise your Father. Praise your Father.